It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Oklahoma City Thunder offseason continues as we're just days away from the 2023 NBA draft. On today's Locked on Thunder podcast, we have another NBA draft player profile for you, this time breaking down the strengths, the weaknesses, where he's available at, and how he fits with OKC in Shaden Sharp. Plus, we're going to give you some news and notes from the offseason, including an updated OKC workout tracker for the NBA draft and what Darius Baisley's up to this offseason. All of that and more coming up on today's Locked on Thunder podcast on the Locked on Podcast Network, your teams every day. Are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. On today's show, we have another 2022 NBA draft profile for you, plus an update on the Thunder workout tracker, news and notes from around the offseason. Should you be worrying right now about the roster and the future first-round picks the Thunder are compiling? And, of course, our draft profile on Shaden Sharp, one of the more interesting prospects for OKC in this draft, especially with the news that we got over the weekend regarding Shaden Sharp's availability in this draft. So a lot to get to. Yesterday's podcast, we went and broke down the entire um, Jermichael Green trade, trading pick 30 to Denver. Also talked about Russell Westbrook's community event and – uh, Shaden Sharp's camp loving OKC. So yesterday, a loaded show as well. Go back and listen to that one if you have not already. Today's show is brought to you by Arcade One Up. Bring home a slam dunk. Introducing NBA Jam Shack Edition from Arcade One Up. Pre-order now to play with legends. Arcade One Up is the place for authentic gaming experiences featuring licensed retro games from the golden age of arcades. So check out Arcade One Up. Let's start with the OKC workout tracker because this is going to be very interesting for Thunder fans today. There was picture surfacing of Shaden Sharp in OKC at the airport. Uh, Jalen Williams posted on social media um, about his workout. So we have, uh, I should say, Shaden Sharp has already worked out. Jalen Williams has already worked out. Okay, Baji already worked out. Jabari Smith Jr. had pictures taken today at the airport in OKC, which of course leads to his workout, which he already admitted um, and a clip we played last week talking about how he's only going to work out for OKC in Orlando, but he's in town right now talking to OKC and working out with OKC. Uh, and then, of course, there was those pictures of Paulo Bencaro circling around, maybe in OKC, maybe it's Paulo Bencaro. So if you would count him, the most five recent ones are Shaden Sharp, Jalen Williams, Okayak Baji, Jabari Smith Jr., and Paulo Bencaro. And then also Jay Nivey, Johnny Davis, Ty Ty Washington, Terry Eason, J- uh, Jeremy Sohan, Patrick Ballon Jr., 
Malachi Branham, Kendall Brown, Bryce McGowan's, Drew Timmy, Isaiah Wong, both Timmy and Wong have gone back to school. Uh, Lester Quinos and Duran Sebron have also worked out for OKC, as have um, Devon Warren, Tyson Jolly, John Knight. Keon Ellis has worked out twice for OKC and Jordan Goldwire. So those are the workouts for OKC so far. Now remember, while this is only 23 names deep, the Thunder do not release every player they've worked out. They don't release a single player if they've worked out. So the only names we know from OKC come from, you know, talking to agents, talking to, uh, you know, scouts, whoever, plus players, Instagrams, players, social media accounts, leak them like Ty Ty Washington was one that was leaked on, on uh, Instagram. So was Jalen Williams, um, Instagram, stuff like that. That's how we find out other teams release full lists. Uh, other teams also um, have media availabilities, which is how we got that Jabari Smith clip uh, of who he's going to work out for from the Orlando media. Uh, so the Thunder don't choose to do that. I personally, I like not doing it. I, I like keeping your leverage as best you can if you're an organization and uh, picking in the top of the draft, especially. So I get it. Just know the Thunder are going to work out nearly every prospect in the draft. So almost everyone that, that you like in the draft and everyone who you uh, want the Thunder to work out for, you'll work out with, they're going to do it. Uh, this is going to be something they do every year. Um, news and notes, Darius Baisley posted on Instagram. Not only has he released a song called Oh My, so him and Trey Mann both released music this offseason so far, uh, but he's up to 219 pounds. He was listed last year at 208 by the Thunder official roster. He says he's striving for 220 or 225, but right now he's already 219 in the early stages of the offseason. What does that mean? Who knows, right? Or, or, is he trying to bulk up to play small ball five? Is this a Thunder thing? Do the Thunder want him to uh, get bigger as a mission? Like, obviously, I don't think he's just willy-nilly bulking. I think that, the, that he's talked with the team about what to do or how to do it or if it's a good idea or whatever. But it's interesting. I mean, I, I think that uh, you can see Baisley play a new role this year. He was really good He really good defensively last year. Uh, bulking up and keeping his athletic burst um, will make him even better. Uh, this year, especially at the end of the floor. So that's awesome to see from Baisley. He looks like he's having a very fun off season. He had a birthday over the weekend as well. So congrats to him. The NBA media draft guide was released and it features, you know, mock, it features profiles on a lot of these guys, just kind of saying strengths, you know, kind of eye popping numbers, um, quotes from people and personal info about them. So you kind of know more, more about them kind of more intimately. Um, for Shaden Sharp, uh, he got a quote from Coach Cal and and Calipari, the coach at Kentucky, uh, praised Shaden Sharp's work ethic. Uh, I find that that was notable just because there was always this narrative about his work ethic and narrative about, you know, what happened at Kentucky. And look, Coach Calipari does benefit from it popping up on ESPN, Shaden Sharp dash Kentucky. And in 20 years, there's not going to be many people who remember that Shaden Sharp never played a game for Kentucky. It's just going to say Kentucky had X amount of draft picks, right? So he does still benefit from Shane Sharp being drafted and drafted very highly. Uh, but it was interesting that he picked kind of his work ethic as the standout. Also talked about his athletic burst and, talk about, and talked about how he's a really good shooter and things like that. But the thing that stood out was Coach Cowell's comments about his work ethic. Uh, he said that he admires how hard he worked to get to this point and take his next, his game to the next level. So that, that's all the news and notes. I did want to touch on one topic real quick before we get into the Shaden Sharp profile. I've seen a lot of worry about the future first-round picks and the future of this roster, and I've seen a lot of people talk about, you know, 
well, they've got to make a trade soon because they're running out of roster spots. Well, when you sit back and think about it, they're really not, right? It is far too soon to worry about this. It is very, very far too soon to worry about this. The Thunder are not even close to the danger zone yet. Here's a list of free agents after this season. So after the 2022-23 season, all of these guys are going to be free agents. And this is pending Lou Dort. Um, it seems pretty clear that the Thunder are going to decline Lou Dort's option and work at a long-term contract. Keith Smith said that again this week on the front office show more definitively. So it seems pretty clear that that's kind of going to happen for the Thunder and for Lou Dort. So let's take Lou Dort out of it because although he technically is listed right now as a future free agent, it appears that he's going to work at a long-term deal this offseason. Here's all the players that are eligible to be free agents next year by the Thunder. Jermichael Green, Derek Favors, Darius Baisley, Ty Jerome, Mike Muscala, Kenneth Williams, and Isaiah Roby. They have options that they can decline on Taylor Malvon, Alexei Pokashevsky, and then Vit Critchy and Aaron Wiggins both have non-guarantees in their deal, so you can waive them without paying them the full salary. That's 11 total players who the Thunder have the option to no longer roster in the 2023 offseason. Of those 11 total players, Jermichael Green, Derek Favors, Darius Baisley, Ty Jerome, Mike Muscala, Kenneth Williams, Isaiah Roby, Tao Maldon, Pokashevsky, Vid Critchy, and Aaron Wiggins. How many of them do you have to keep? How many of them do you need to keep? How many of them do you want the Thunder to keep? The roster might be sitting, you know, at, at 16 right now and talking about a roster crunch because you're going to bring in a couple more guys in the draft, you know, up to three guys in the draft as, of, as it stands today. Um, you know, and, and, you know, you could be worrying about it, but in reality, this is going to clear up very soon. And what the Jermichael Green trade did was it created a roster spot for next season. So in terms of what's going to happen in October, the Jermichael Green trade did not save a roster spot because you were going to have to roster pick 30. You're going to have to roster Jermichael Green, right? So in the immediate future, it didn't. However, what it did was create long-term flexibility for 2023, which has been a big selling point from Sam Presti and this organization. Because guess what? In 2023, Jermichael Green's a free agent, and you're not going to resign him. If you can't trade him between now and then, you're not going to resign him. So that's a roster spot that is just poof, gone, and open for somebody else. Whereas if you picked up pick 30, you're not going to get rid of that guy in, in one season. You're just, you're just not. If, if you use the first-round pick, you're not going to get rid of them in, in, in the first year. So it did open a roster spot for next season and for the future that pick 30 would not have while also gaining back value of a first round pick in the future. Whenever you, you're supposed to be very good in 2027 that you can use as a trade piece in 26 or 25 or whenever you think you're going to be good to catapult yourself uh, into, into a range to solidify your roster. So again, going back to the roster crunch, right? You don't want to bring back green. You don't want to bring back their favors. Mike Muscala, uh, while he has the ties to the organization and loves being here, um, given his age, given the circumstances, you're probably not going to bring him back after this season. That's three right there that are gone. Ty Jerome, to me, has not shown enough to warrant you factoring him into your long-term plans. That's four gone already. Make or break year for Darius Baisley. Uh, You want to bring back Kenny Hustle. And then again, I've often said, while I like Isaiah Roby, Isaiah Roby's career in the NBA will be a long one as a rotational piece, but it doesn't necessarily line up to be with OKC. Let's say you've got five now open roster spots heading into next season. 
Plus, you have options on Tail Malvon, Pokashevsky, Vic Critchie, and Aaron Wiggins. Wiggins and Critchie on non-guaranteed deals, and then true options on Poku and Malvon. I think that they pick up the Poku option. I think that they like Vic Critchie and Aaron Wiggins, especially if they have a good year this year. So I'm going to factor them in as well. But I, I'm not sure Tail Malvon survives till October, much less next October. So it's very clear that it's going to be very easy to open up roster spots on this team. The Thunder are not going to be strapped in a situation where, oh my gosh, we have all these first-round picks and we have literally nowhere to put them. Way too soon for that. Way too soon for that. That's, that should not even be a registered thought in your mind. Consolidation right now should not even be a mandatory thought in your mind. It will happen eventually, but we're not even scratching the surface of when you're going to need to consolidate assets. Not even scratching the surface. So that's where we're at with the OKC roster. Now, let's talk coming up about Shaden Sharp, his NBA draft profile, just talking about his strengths, his weaknesses, where he's going to fall in the draft, and how he fits with OKC if he were to land here. But first, I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at Arcade One Up. Boom, shakalaka, we have big news. This one, the one and only NBA Jam is back at Arcade One Up. The leader in at-home retro arcade games is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they've made it bigger than ever with a, wait for it, Shaq edition machine. Folks, people are obsessed with NBA Jam, and I am thrilled to tell our listeners that you can once again play hoops with NBA legends in this arcade classic by checking out Arcade 1-Up. Jump clear across the court and set the ball on fire and one of the first sport video games ever to feature real and digitized NBA licensed teams, no fouls, no free throws, and no quarters required. Compete with friends and family throughout the all-new Wi-Fi leaderboards, making you more connected than ever. Pre-order now from Arcade1Up.com. That's Arcade1Up.com. Arcade1Up.com. For the estimated early September ship date, Arcade 1-Up is the place for fun. They've given more classic like Golden Tee, Mortal Kombat, and many other entities starting at just $399. So check this out. They're giving away an NBA Jam Shack Edition to a Locked On listener. To enter to win this opportunity to get a game console for your man cave, go to arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade, the number one up.com slash locked on. You've got until July 8th to enter to win an NBA Jam's Shack Edition console. Don't miss enter today. Who are you going to play NBA Jam with at arcade1up.com? The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. It's time for the Ultimate Mock Draft, which starts June 16th. With over 50 insiders, nothing equals the Ultimate Mock Draft. 
Locked on big board uh, draft experts plus Odyssey experts. The first picks June 16th. Search ultimate mock draft and follow along right now so you do not miss a pick. And folks, June 16th is not only the number one, one overall pick, it also includes our pick at number two in the first couple selections in the draft as well. So you can go check out who I picked on behalf of the Thunder at number two overall in the 2022 NBA Ultimate Mock Draft. So go search it up today and find it out and subscribe to it so you're ready to go. It has former players, former NBA executives, and of course, all of our experts here at Locked On on the pod. You cannot find that anywhere else. So go check out the Ultimate Mock Draft. Let's talk about Shaden Sharp. His draft profile overall, he's 6'5 in shoes, 198 pounds. He has a 6'11 wingspan, according to the NBA Combine, 19 years old. He went to Kentucky-ish, right? He was technically at Kentucky, never played a game, though, of course. He's an elite athlete with plus perimeter shooting and ball handling, and there's reason to believe in his defensive upside, given his frame, given his athletic ability and his lateral quickness. So what are his strengths? This dude can soar to the rim. He can absolutely jump out of a gym. And I posted a clip this weekend on Twitter where his eyes got above the rim with ease whenever he's soaring to block a shot and help defense. It was awesome. He can get to the highest point of his jump without a long gather, without taking a lot of time. And that kind of pogo stick nature, if you play NBA 2K and your my player gets the pogo stick badge, that's kind of modeled after Shaden Sharp. Obviously not really, but... You know, that, that, that embodies what Shane Sharp can do. He can fly to the rim with quickness and repeatability. It's going to be awesome to watch him lock in and develop defensively, especially in an environment that will bring more intensity than these AAU-style games that you're going to see. Um, you, you know, you can really see by his frame, his speed, his athletic ability, his length, his lateral quickness, how he can be a very good switchable defender in the modern NBA. And it seems as though he truly wants to develop on that end of the floor if you believe the ESPN reports from Jonathan Giovanni uh, this last weekend, talking about how he wants to go to an environment that can really develop him and love the, the opportunity in OKC because OKC not only lets young players play, but they still hold them accountable while giving them playing time. I think he's a really good ball handler who can finish with, on both sides of the rim. However, there's times where his dribbling is a bit loose that I wonder if it'll get exposed more in the NBA than it did at the AAU level. Uh, but still... I like his ball handling ability. He can hit step backs and just these crazy shots over guys with ease. He really loves that step back. He really loves shooting over guys in the mid range. It's really fun to watch him work against defenses. I love his rebounding ability. And you know that that's been a big point of emphasis for the Thunder to have five guys on, a, on the floor that can rebound, five guys on the floor that can rebound, then push the pace and play make and do all that stuff. So while I would not call him a plus playmaker, I would call Shaden Sharp a passable playmaker. I think that he can do playmaking things, keep your offense in rhythm, keep your offense going. If you're pairing that plus, you know, you're, if you're pairing that kind of passable playmaking with Josh Giddy's elite playmaking and SGA's gravity, you're going to get a very good combination offensively that you're going to want to build around for a very, very, very long time. The weaknesses around Shaden Sharp is clarity on what happened at Kentucky. Why didn't he want to play? What's going on with his work ethic? Stuff like that needs to be cleared up and stuff like that, we're never going to know. We're never going to know the true story of what happened at Kentucky. We're never going to know kind of what his work ethic is. It's going to come down to that's the information that we do not have access to. Only teams that get to interview him and work him out and see him firsthand will get that info. And so we'll just have to see if time tells on that one. Uh, he fell asleep a lot defensively, off ball especially, but there's very few prospects who do not do that, especially in high school. So I'm not going to hold that too much against him. And 
that's consistent with my other draft profile. So I say the same thing about guys whenever they fall asleep defensively, because it's very hard to stay engaged. And I can't use this analogy for Jaden Sharp, but I've often said it's very hard to stay engaged when you're playing Maryland on a Tuesday versus when you're playing in the TD guard on Tuesday. So I'll say it's very hard to stay engaged when you're playing Colorado prep on a Tuesday versus playing in the TD garden on the Tuesday. We're playing in Madison square garden on Thursday, right? So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt there. And then one weakness is actually one of his strengths. He relies heavily on those step backs. He's very comfortable doing it, but he relies heavily on step backs and shooting over guys. And I'm just not sure if that's going to play, especially his first few years in the league or first season in the league. It'll be some growing pains for him in the, at the NBA level. Uh, so the big question though, where is he mocked at? Where is he having the chance to kind of go and how can the Thunder get their hands on him? The ringer, Kevin O'Connor, has him at four. ESPN has him at seven. The Athletic have him at six. Bleacher Report has him at seven. CBS has three panelists. They go six, six, seven. NBC has him at seven. DraftNet has him at seven. Tankathon has him at seven. I have him at five. And then Mavs Draft has him at eight. So anywhere from eight to four is where you're going to find the range of Shaden Sharp. I think that it's very interesting to see kind of where Shaden Sharp will land and, and kind of how he will impact the next level. Let's talk ceiling. Let's talk floor availability and how he fits with the Thunder and how the Thunder can get their hands on him all coming up. But first, I want to say right now, but our good friends over at Rock Auto. Rock Auto comes as a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You could have been going to rockauto.com and finding all the parts that your car would ever need. But 20 years ago, you probably couldn't even work your email properly. That's how long they've been serving you at rockauto.com. So check them out today, rockauto.com. Tell them Lockdown sent you and the how did you hear about Spox, and they'll know what to do from there. My favorite part about rockauto.com is that I know nothing about cars, nothing about cars, not a single thing. But I don't have to because at rockauto.com, what they do for me is that they give me the same reliable low price that they give everybody else. And folks, since it's online, they don't know that I know nothing about cars. They just think I'm any other person. Whereas if I go to a brick and mortar store, I'm going to walk in there and they're immediately going to know that I'm a sucker. So don't do that. Go to rockauto.com. Tell them Lockdown sent you in the how did you hear about us box? And they'll know what to do from there rockauto.com amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Check out the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast for everything. Big board related and NBA draft related. The coverage is awesome. And you're going to want to listen to them leading up to the NBA draft. So the Thunder info regarding Shaden Sharp, his future role with this team. I think he's a starter right away. If he was on this team, I think he's a starter long-term obviously. And the goal is for him to be 
your second guy, your, your second building block, your second option as a score, as an offensive weapon next to SGA. And then Josh, he's that third guy who you know provides a ton as a playmaker, but we've got to see him progress as a shooter and score before he's your second or first guy offensively uh, as an offensive weapon uh, for NBA comps. Kevin O'Connor says he has shades of Paul George and Jalen green and taller Bradley Beal. All very good uh, comparisons, obviously. His ceiling to me is a superstar who's the best offensive player in this class. His floor is like an eighth man. I, I don't think that's as dramatic as he's out of the league, but I do think it's like an eighth, ninth, tenth man who's just a microwave score every second or third game whenever your team needs a spark. So uh, it's a very high-risk, high-reward scenario here, but the ceiling is well worth it. And again, if it all panned out, you'd have a great offensive weapon in SGA, a great offensive weapon in Shaden Sharp, and a fantastic elite-level playmaker in Josh Giddey to deliver them uh, you know, opportunities. It'd be a force to be reckoned with. Let's just say that. How it impacts the roster? I mean, when you throw Sharp, Giddy, Shea, Dort, all Trey Mann, all these guys into a pot, the touches and touches and touches go down for Tail Malon, go down for Ty Jerome and guys like that. So those guys kind of go the way of the Dodo bird. So I think that those guys would be on the chopping block if you were able to bring in Shaden Sharp. Why the Thunder should take Shaden Sharp? It's pretty simple. The Thunder sign off on him and, and like what they've heard from him and his camp and like his work ethic and, and like his upside and, and believe he can lock in defensively. It's a no-brainer. If you couple that with him falling closer to that 12 range. If he falls to that 8, 9, 10 range, that's a more realistic trade-up for OKC. They can go up there and get him, uh, and it's no harm, no foul, and you have yourself two of my top five prospects in this draft, assuming, of course, if they go chalk at at number two. So that's awesome. Why the Thunder shouldn't take him? If If there's questions about his work ethic still after you've interviewed him and worked him out, plus he goes in that top six range. I don't think the Thunder can get back in that top six. I think that they can get back to eight to nine to 10. It'd be very hard for me to see them getting four five, six. So the, kind of, that's kind of where the, the sweet range is for a trade up with Shaden Sharp. But I really like Shaden Sharp. I had him at four on my board for a very long time. He only got dropped down to number five last week, um, but that's still a very high compliment. And if I really thought about it, I might put him back at four, but I, I'm going to stick with to my guns on this last big board and not change anything else. And I'll release that final big board next week on the Lockdown Thunder podcast. So make sure you stay tuned and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, but I really like Shaden Sharp, and I'll be very jealous of whoever gets Shaden Sharp. Uh, and hopefully it's the Thunder. If the Thunder walk away with Chet Holmgren or Jamar Smith Jr. or Parliament Carroll plus Shaden Sharp, they've got two of my top five guys in you are dancing in the streets of Bricktown and you're extremely excited and we'll be having a party. We'll be having a party. So there you have it. What do you think about Shaden Sharp? Let me know in the comment section down below on YouTube. Let me know on Twitter at Rylan underscore styles. And until tomorrow, whenever we're joined by Mavs draft on Twitter, Richard Stamen, our draft expert, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.